Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Brandon. And I'm Lady Cronita. And you're listening to Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Hump Day, day number three of 21 days of fasting and praying. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys are making it through. Like we are trying to make it through. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. I hope you are feeling well today. I hope you're feeling refreshed. Uh, By now, you should already be feeling a little bit more spiritual than the days before. Honestly, I really am. Yeah. I feel like I am getting closer to God. I feel like my spiritual eyes are clear, that mm-hmm. my spiritual ears are clear, mm-hmm. and I'm in a I'm in a better place. I can definitely feel like I've been doing this fast for three days. Oh yes, definitely. And it's like it's one of those things where your spirit tends to be more sensitive to the things around you. Yeah. You notice things a little bit more. Yeah. You're, able, you're able to pick up on your attitudes a little bit more at work for some of us who are in the workplace. <laughs> but, you know, you have a tendency to, during these times that we get as we get closer to God, uh, to just be sensitive to the Spirit. Yeah. And your desire to want to be in His presence mm. should be increasing now. Yeah. You should be able to feel that, you know, I really want to listen to worship music. I I really want to talk to him. I want to communicate to the Lord. I just want to pray right now. I want to pray. Yeah. And this is where we should live Mm. as Christians. This shouldn't be a beginning of the year thing. No. Shouldn't be the first 21 days of every year. I'm just going to seek the Lord and just going to go completely after him. And then after January comes and goes, then you just go back to your regular self. Mm-hmm. God wants this type of communion every single day. Can you imagine living like this every day? Can you imagine desiring to be with the Father every single day? Uh, To me, it's a treat. And I I know that for God, it it really is his heart's desire. Definitely. This is the space that God wants us to live in. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes we talk about building an altar before him. And it really is just space and time. It's the time that we put aside for him it's the space that we declare uh for him you know i think about today and i know we're going to get into the word and i think about today as pastor Bryn was talking how i was so excited um at work i was going through my day and then um immediately um immediately i begin to just say, I really just want to, I really just want to pray right now. So I closed my door and I was like, oh my God, I am so excited about praying. And, and then somebody knocked on my door and I was like, so upset. Cause I'm like, in that moment, you just <laughs> broke my concentration. Right. Like you just broke my, the time that I set for God. And, and that's how it should be that we should have such an excitement to really um, pursue him in such a way that when the enemy comes in, in any way or any form, we're like, listen, not today. Yeah. Because not today. that whatever that was and for you it was someone coming in your office but for people who are listening today it could be anything Mm -hmm. but it's something trying to disturb you or disrupt your flow or communion with the Lord yeah we should be bothered by that definitely we should be bothered even if it's us because sometimes we are our own interruption Mm -hmm. when it comes to our communion with the Holy Spirit definitely and God gets upset like that 
he gets upset the way you got upset that someone was knocking on your office door because they were interrupting your worship flow. Mm -hmm. The Lord gets upset when we allow things to come knock on our door Mm -hmm. to interrupt our communion with him. He wants to be with us. Yeah. He wants to be with his children. So that's that is absolutely powerful. Well, today we are talking about letting the Holy Spirit guide you Mm -hmm. through your fast. How many of you know that this is a Holy Spirit thing? This isn't something that you are doing on your own. No one wakes up in their flesh saying, I want to crucify my flesh today. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) wants, nobody desires that in your own flesh. The very fact that you are laying down your plate to be closer to God is a spiritual act. Mm -hmm. You are being led by the Holy Spirit to do this. This is not something that you are doing on your own. Mm -hmm. Now, many of us, we know ourselves. Certainly, I would not be opting out of food. (laughs) No, as much as I love to eat. No, 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 no. I did not choose in my flesh (laughs) to give up that steak. No, no, no. I did not choose in my flesh to give up that strawberry shortcake, Mm -mm. whatever it is that pleases my flesh. I didn't choose that. It was a spiritual thing. It was a spiritual choice. Mm -hmm. So if you were on this journey with us, it is because you were invited by the Holy Spirit and you said yes Mm -hmm. to that invitation. Yeah. And to to me, that deserves a pat on the back already. Oh, 100%. I mean, we already pat you on the back for even thinking about starting this thing. We pat you on the back for even starting this. And now we're patting you on the back because you have made it three days into this journey that we know that the Spirit of the Lord has um, touched your heart to yeah. to pursue. Because yeah. if you didn't, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be in this process with us. Yeah. And for that, we are excited. Yeah, the Holy Spirit. Think about it this way: the Holy Spirit Himself invited you on this spiritual journey with Him. You did not invite the Holy Spirit on this journey. You did not just bulge yourself into this journey. The Holy Spirit invited you individually, personally to become closer to God because there must be something that God has planned. There must be some great big plans that God has for your life this year, 2022, that you have to spiritually be equipped and ready for. Mm -hmm. First of all, we all know that we're tired of being tired. Mm -hmm. We are tired of experiencing the same stale spirituality. We desire more. We crave more. We want more. We want deeper depths. We want higher heights. We know that there is more to God than what we are experiencing or have been experiencing. And so we say yes to this spiritual journey because we want the more of God. Yeah, because I definitely don't want no stale experience. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I don't want no stale experience. But one of the things that I love what Pastor Brandon was just saying is that he talks about how, you know, if, if this is a personal invitation, this personal invitation must definitely mean that we must be a part of something, yeah. a part of a family, a part of something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. And Romans 8 and 14 says, for all who are being led by the spirit of God, those are sons of God. Mm. And sons in this particular aspect is not just talking about just men, but God uses sons as sons and daughters, mm-hmm. uh, men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that because that personal invitation simply means that I am a part of the kingdom of God. I'm a part of the family of God. And God thought of me to invite me 
to this table, yeah. to this journey, yeah. to this process, because as Pastor Brandon said, there is something greater ahead. Mm-hmm. There's something that he wants to do in my life. There's something I've been asking for, praying for, or maybe it's something that I did not even know that I needed. Yeah. And God is setting me up for greater. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited that God has called me a son and a daughter of him. Mm-hmm. And b- the way that I know that is because I entertain, I welcome being led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Right. And it's so amazing that those are the characteristics that the scripture describes as being sons and daughters of God are those of us who follow and are led by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because when we are led by our own flesh, when we are led by our own desires, we see what that brings into our life. We see the manifestation of going after your own desire Mm -hmm. or just falling in the trap of your own attitude or falling into the trap of your own temptation. We see what doors and what manifestation comes from that. And those types of manifestations, they do not cause us to proclaim ourselves as being children of God. Mm -hmm. But when we are led by the Spirit, the Spirit of God will never lead you towards self-destruction. The Spirit of the Lord will never lead you towards self-destruction. And I don't care what area you apply that to. If you are in a relationship or you're pursuing a relationship, if you are led by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you into a relationship that is going to be self-disruptive. Now, you may pursue someone and it may not work out. It doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit wasn't leading you. There are times that the Holy Spirit takes us a long route mm-hmm. so that we can learn things in order in the way that we should be learning them. The Holy Spirit knows how we should be learning. And so he will lead us in that way at those in those times. But when you are in a relationship that doesn't work out, and you know you are led by the Holy Spirit, the way you know you are led by the Holy Spirit is when it's not self-disrupt, it's not self-destructive. You and that other person can still go on with your life and live every single day and see each other in the grocery store and all that good stuff. And you do not feel like, oh, darn, I just want to destroy that person. You know, <laughs> He balances everything out. Yeah. Now, I'm using, you know, relationship as an example, but it really applies to anything in any season in your life. If you are led by the Holy Spirit, the fruit of it, the manifestation of whatever it is will not be self-destructive in your life. Um, Luke chapter four, verses one through two, it talks about um, God being, Jesus being led by the Holy Spirit. Uh, Let me read it for you. It says, and Jesus being full of the Holy Spirit returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. This talks about the fast that Jesus himself went on. And several things are noticeable about the time of fasting and prayer that Jesus spent in the beginning of his ministry. Mm -hmm. Number one, it was a time initiated by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Jesus had been led into the wilderness, not by his own Mm -hmm. intellect, but by the Holy Spirit. 
the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. You mean to tell me the Holy Spirit would lead you into a dry place? Would lead you into a wilderness? Would lead you into isolation? There are times that the Holy Spirit draws you into what we would consider a bad place. Mm -hmm. But that's why we can't curse every season in our life. Yes. Because you're going to have good seasons and you're going to have bad seasons. But if you're led by the Holy Spirit, you're going to get through every single one of them. So it was initiated by the Holy Spirit and directed by the Holy Spirit who guided him. And it was a time in the desert, a place where there were very few distractions, no noise, no people, no houses, no bustle. Mm -hmm. And sometimes God calls us to steal away so that it can just be he and I. Yeah. And I think those moments are so important because uh, when we have so many things that are being offered to us, we don't have time for God. Right. We are distracted by every opportunity, every thing that is being offered, every um, any every and anything that can distract us yeah. from the presence of God. Right. And I think that when God allows the Holy Spirit to strategically move us into yes. those seasons, yes. it's because he needs to clear way for some things so yes. that he can either detox or yes. declutter or remove um, so that he can now input. There are things that he needs to instill in us. There are uh-huh. things that he needs to fill us with, but we are just so filled with so much stuff, Yeah, yeah. so much just negativity so much um of what we want and just like all these misconceptions and and god really want to filter all of that out um so that he can really allow us to walk into uh the fullness of who we are absolutely and i think that we should be excited in those moments yes ma'am um like even now as our flesh is being um tortured tortured (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Baby, when the hunger pains is hidden, it's been tortured. Um, it's being tortured. Our spirit is rejoicing. It's rejoicing. Oh my goodness! Like liberated. Sp- oh my goodness! Like when I think about the goodness of God on any other day when I'm not fasting, I'm like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. This God is so great. Yeah. But then when I think about the goodness of God when I'm fasting and I'm at that place, mm-hmm. that sensitive place where yeah. I, where I'm like, no, Holy Spirit, I hear you. Yes, I see you. I feel you. Yes, I know that you're moving. All oh, those days are so. You just melt in his presence. Oh, my God. I love that. Uh, So some of the other things that took place was it was a time of testing and temptation. Mm. Jesus allowed himself to go through a time of testing and temptation by being guided by the Holy Spirit. I love that Jesus did not come to be our Lord and Savior and yet separate himself from the everyday to day things that we would have to go through. Mm. He allowed himself to be subject to those things and showed us that you can overcome them. Mm -hmm. You can overcome them. I think that that's powerful because it is Jesus demonstrating his deity and his humanity at the same time. And we love his deity. I mean, that's that's powerful Mm. that he's able to uh, cast out uh, demonic forces, that he's able to heal the sick, Mm -hmm. that he's Mm -hmm. able to do those things. But sometimes I'm just blessed by his humanity. Yeah. The fact that he was tempted just like we are tempted. Mm -hmm. But yet he shows us that we can overcome them. And it was a time with the word of God. Mm -hmm. If we continue reading the story, we see that Jesus countered every temptation of the devil with the word of God. Yeah. That's how we fight our battles. 
We have to counter every attack that comes from the enemy with the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. How many times do we try to counter the attacks with our own words? Many times. With our with our own response, we do not respond the way that God would respond. <laughs> we are bad. Yeah, we are so yeah, bad. We yeah. respond in a very very bad way, mm-hmm. and then we have to go back and try to uh, do damage control. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said that to you. I really didn't mean it. I shouldn't have said it that way. Now, I really meant it, but I should have said it nicer. Right. <laughs> it's easy for her to you know say this because she's normally the one that has to come back and apologize to me because I'm very rarely in the wrong. What? <laughs> Y'all better stop. Tell Pastor Brady to stop lying on this podcast. No, we both know what it's like to have to go back and do damage control oh, yeah. after responding in our own words instead of responding with the word of God. Yeah. So he counteracted every temptation of the devil with the word of God. And in today's terms, we could say that Jesus deliberately went into a kind of boot camp at the beginning of his ministry from which he emerged very much strengthened. He entered himself to the Holy Spirit. He he entrusted, I'm sorry, himself to the Holy Spirit like a coach during this time. He committed himself to a time in the wilderness, overcame trials, and used the word of God as his weapon in the battle. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. The Holy Spirit is our coach. Yeah. After this period of fasting, Jesus began his powerful ministry of signs and wonders. And we see the signs, miracles, and wonders that took place every day in Jesus' ministry. And the only way that happened is because he submitted himself for a season in the wilderness, fasting and praying with the Holy Spirit as his guide. Yeah. The days ahead will be like a boot camp for many of us mm-hmm. who were participating in this 21-day fast. The Holy Spirit is our trainer. He knows how to exercise our spiritual muscles. He knows which trials will challenge you, but not overwhelm you because mm-hmm. that's what God wants to do. He does want to challenge us. Yeah. He really it's does. not going to be an easy walk with him. And I don't know who tells people these lies. You know, when they come to the Lord, oh, it, you know, from now on, it's just it's just going to be good. And <laughs> God has got your You're going to live under the cloud. Ooh, he's just, the glory of God is just going to follow you. Baby, it's following me. <laughs> but it's also leading me into the wilderness. <laughs> yes. And I don't know about you, but it has to be the Holy Spirit to lead me on a 40 day of fasting with no food. Yes, yes. Right? No, no wait, you're going 40? Well, no, no. I'm, I'm referencing to the scripture. <laughs> I'm not going forward to that. Okay. I can barely make 21. Okay, because this is a 21-day fast. We, we bless I'm going to need you to reference 21 days 21 and not days. 40. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it has to be the Holy Spirit to lead us into these places and these times in our lives where we are um, restricting our flesh and, and enhancing our spirit. Yeah. And, um, you know, we are just so... Um, grateful that we have a leader and I'm talking about Jesus that is willing to come into the earth Mm -hmm. and feel what we feel and know what we feel so that he can lead us 
as he sits on the right hand of the Father. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we go through these things, as we go through these fasting um, to kill our flesh and heighten our, and heighten our spirits, mm-hmm. it's also an opportunity for us to understand how to be led by the Spirit. Yes, ma'am. Yes, you know, ma'am. the Bible um, says in John 16 and 13, it says, but when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, mm-hmm. for he will not speak on his own initiative, mm-hmm. but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. Yeah. In other words, Jesus had the opportunity to be led by the Spirit. Yeah. He subjective, he submitted himself so that he could be led by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And what's beautiful about the scripture is that God tells us the very same thing. Mm-hmm. You are no different. Yeah. You are my son. You are my daughter. You too will be given the gift which is the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit to guide you. Mm -hmm. Um, You would not be left out. You will have everything that Jesus had. Yeah, I love that. You know, during these times that we are fasting and praying, our spirit man is heightened. Mm -hmm. We're crucifying our flesh, but we're feeding our spirit. Mm -hmm. And during these times, I want to encourage you to really hone in, lean in, and listen to the direction of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you more in these days than ever before because you're opening up the spiritual passageway Mm -hmm. for Him to get His voice to your ears without distraction, or at least less distraction than normal. We need to obey the Holy Spirit. Whether He is telling you to take a left instead of a right, Take that left. Well, that's not the way I normally go to work. I normally go this way. Take that left. The Holy Spirit is not going to lead you in the wrong direction. Mm. He led Jesus. And the way Jesus was successful through the wilderness, because this was not a place that Jesus had gone before. He was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And the Holy Spirit was his spiritual GPS. Let the Holy Spirit be your spiritual GPS on today and for the rest of these 21 days. And really, for the rest of the year because that's how you're going to be for the rest of your life because that's how you're going to be successful I'll never forget when the Holy (laughs) Spirit spoke to me and said to me I want you to get rid of all of your belongings and I want you to move to Connecticut Connecticut Mm. like what is in Connecticut me well of course you dear but (laughs) I didn't know that you were here at that time here I am living in North Carolina I'm living a life that I'm thinking is at least a good life. And the Lord interrupts me and says, I want you to get rid of everything and I want you to move to Connecticut. I did not know the future that God had for me in my life. I didn't know all the members that have joined the River Church so far. I didn't know that you guys were a part of my destiny. Mm. I didn't know, Cornita, that you were a part of my destiny. I didn't know that Alicia and Carter and, you know, this world that the Lord has given me uh, to just sit in and be blessed by. I had no idea. I could not see that. I couldn't see that far ahead. But the Lord did. He was seeing from a different heightened perspective. Mm. And it was to my benefit to listen to the Holy Spirit's direction and guidance. Mm -hmm. It wasn't to my comfort Mm -hmm. because there was a season of discomfort that I had to experience before I got to this season. But I needed to listen to the Holy Spirit because I needed to trust that he saw what I could not see. Mm -hmm. And this is why you need to listen to the Holy Spirit, because the Lord sees what you cannot see. It may not look like it right now. It may not seem like it right now. It may seem like complete, total chaos Mm -hmm. to go the way that the Lord is leading you to go. 
But I am telling you, if you adhere and if you listen to the Holy Spirit's direction, he will never lead you wrong. Never lead you wrong. Never. So I am so blessed by today's podcast episode. And if you are, I want you to continue to share this with your family and friends. We are so happy that you were blessed by the podcast. And I prayed yesterday. So I'm going to have my beautiful wife to pray us today out. Amen. Lord God, we thank you. Thank you for this time that you have caused us to set a time, set aside space for you. God, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that you have given us. Lord God, this gift, Lord God, um, of the Holy Spirit that would allow us to walk into uh, the fullness of who you have created us to be. God, we thank you that we're not able to see what you see, but God, because you love us so much, because you care about us so much because you call us sons and daughters. God, you are willing to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit so that he can guide us into all truth so that he can help us to see what we're not able to see. We pray, Lord God, as we continue on this 21 day fast, that this will be the beginning that we allow the Holy Spirit to truly guide us in our walk with you. Let it not be something that we just start today and end at the end of our 21 days, but let it be an opportunity for us to invite the Holy Spirit into our hearts, into our conversations, into our lives as we walk with you, Lord God. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy day three of the 21-day fast. Toodles. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. There are three ways that you can stay connected to the community during the next 21 day fast. You can stay connected through the Bible app or Morning Mana podcast, which you're listening to right now, or our Facebook community group. There's also a couple ways to give. You can text the word give to 203-889-9253, or you can visit our website at www.theriverdanbury.org forward slash give. Have a wonderful day.